can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Bringing it back. You can't touch this. Hey, welcome everybody to the Nosebleeds. I'm Chris Witt with uh, me is my much older and better looking cousin, Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm exquisite. How are you? If I was any better, I'd be you. Thanks for the uh, much older compliment. Yeah. Well, you are much older. I'm just going to call it a compliment. There's, there is, I don't know why. A very, there's a, a, a short period of time where you're one year older than me. And then there's an even longer period of time where you're two years older than me. So yeah, much older in my in my yeah. opinion. My age fluctuates a lot. That's why. That's uh, why it happens. Yeah, it, it fluctuates a lot. Yes, so does mine. It goes from yeah you know, once a year it fluctuates, <laughs> just like my weight. Hey, speaking of, congratulations to me under two bills. Finally got myself hey, under the big two hundo. Nice yeah. work. Not bad for a five six guy, huh? Nice. <laughs> Five six, yeah, right. uh, close five, enough. Five six, if you're wearing six inch heels. Yeah, I hear. You. <laughs> All right, hey everybody, we appreciate everyone's comments past week. Please continue to listen to us. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Castbox, uh, and YouTube. You can find Adam on the tweet box at. <laughs> Sorry, you threw, threw me off with the tweet box. That's good. Um, <laughs> Uh, the tweet, the tweeter <laughs> on the t- on the tweet box. I'm Adam Schmidt, forty four, and you can catch me at sick with it, S I C W H I T T I T. All right, so today we're gonna go over a little NBA playoffs. We're gonna get into some MLB. Uh, a little no hitter went down. Uh, I think Adam's got a little a little bit he wants to get into with that. Mm-hmm. I'd like to follow up a little bit of that sabermetrics talk we had last week. Okay. Uh, There's an article that we saw. Uh, came out shortly after we, a uh, day or two after we put that podcast out, and uh, it was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll go over that, and of course talk about the infamous last place chasing records of possibly being the worst team ever in the history of baseball. And I think, I think they just made a move that got them even closer to that. So. Okay. I'll tease that there. Leave it there. Let's start off with some NBA playoffs. It has just gone final for us, so we can officially say that the second round of the NBA playoffs, not nearly as exciting as the first. Our our conference finals are now set up, so we're looking in the East. The Celtics uh, take a two-point win over Philly, and the Cavs sweep Toronto, which is a joke because now I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they've won nine straight playoff games against Toronto. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and, and what's funny is um, a couple of days after Toronto gets swept out of the playoffs by the Cavs again, Dwayne Casey is named the uh, Coach of the Year today. Yes, Coach of the Year. Congratulations. He gets, he gets Coach of the Year when, <laughs> when the – East, the, the team that is going to the Eastern Conference Finals to play against LeBron is a team that has their two best players not playing. Somehow Brad Stevens doesn't go. And, I you know, I heard I heard this today. Uh, I think Stu, the old Stu got said it, or somebody said it on ESPN Radio, that somehow he did not get a single vote for Coach of the Year. Was it him? I, heard, I think did I you heard, heard that, that about Brett Brown. Um, oh, maybe they were talking about Brett I, Brown. Maybe I, I misheard it. I would be blown away. I'm I a little imagine. surprised that Brad Stevens didn't win the award. But if he if he didn't get any votes, I mean, that's ridiculous, I'm, I'm not going to follow any writers or whoever votes on that <laughs> there anymore. You go. There you go. So tell me what you think. What's your what what what? Let's recap it, man. What do you got? Okay, so the the Rockets beat the Jazz uh, in five games, and that was. Um, you know, it wasn't as lopsided as it sounds. I don't feel like. Mm, I don't um, know. It, it was the Jazz played with them in a, at least a, co- a couple of the games, um, but the the elimination game was last night. And um, as a matter of fact, the elimination game for uh, both Western Conference series um, that were that were going on um, was last night. So the Rockets beat the Jazz four one. Um, Chris Paul, who. I feel like has been not not exactly absent, but not the Chris Paul that you're going to think of at the end of his career, who's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. He wasn't that Chris Paul. I feel like most of these playoffs so far, um, 
but he broke out with 41 and, and 10 assists last night um, to close out the, the Utah Jazz. So for Chris Paul, I do want to say this. Congratulations, three teams, uh, was it 13 years? Uh, three teams, yeah, 13, like 14, 15 years in the NBA. Finally made your first finals, conference, conference finals. finals. Yeah. yeah, Good for you, brother. We're so happy for you. Congratulations. Um, I, I sent a cake uh, to you uh, in the mail today. I have no idea if it's going to get there. I just put it in a, in a box. Um, it's not covered or anything. It's no? Just, it's going to be a No cellophane a or anything no. like that? You're going to open the box. It's going to be just cake and icing everywhere when you open that thing up. I don't know what you're going to do with it, but yeah, congratulations. It's the thought that counts. That's right. Um, so anyway, yeah, that is the first conference finals for uh, – thought that counts. Here's for, a stale cake that's got icing all over a that's box. That's just everywhere. It's got box all over it. Did you put candles on the cake before you shipped it? You know what? I didn't. It's Did, not a birthday cake. It's a – Okay, fair enough. It's a – Fair enough. It's yeah, a, I blow out candles on every cake that I have. Okay. Well, I, in the next congratulations cake I get you, I will put candles just covering the thing, and I'll light them all like real early so it's covered in wax as well. Yes. My favorite, um, and I will spit on them to blow them out, so you won't eat a piece. Mm. Then my I can get back over that two bill mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, so um, look, the only other thing I want to take away from that Rockets Jazz series is is the emergence of Donovan Mitchell. Um, you know, he was good all year, and and he was kind of in the conversation for Rookie of the Year. He's not kind of. He is. In, I mean, it's there's two guys. It's right. him and Ben Simmons. There's no kind of about it. And before before this series, I still was saying Ben Simmons was my Rookie of the Year. After yeah. this series, I would love to see them be co rookies of the year. I know people don't like that. I'm a big fan of it. I have I'll no give, problem with it. I'll give a three way co MVP out i don't care I, I, yeah. everybody that deserves it i feel like should get a piece of it sure um donovan mitchell but you're, was you're a, also the guy who probably gives a like a blue ribbon to to the the winner of what a, of or the the third place gets a first place ribbon and all that you know first place <laughs> in our hearts kind of no thing. no no I, no no i don't i mean i don't i'm not the uh you know every kid that participates in a in a game gets a trophy i don't believe in that but the the people that are most deserving of the biggest awards, the best of the best. Yeah, I think um, I, I have no problem with sharing those awards. Um, anyway, but but Donovan Mitchell, um, just uh, if he wasn't a star before, he's an absolute star now. Um, he he was in that elimination game yesterday alone. I mean, he's been incredible. He might have been the MVP of that series, even though they lost four one. You I, might be I, right because if it wasn't for him, the two games that they were close in, he they wouldn't even been there. Right. Yeah. But he had a. I mean, he had an outstanding game yesterday. He only had two points in the first half, but he had twenty two points in the third quarter, and he was just. I mean, he was scoring every way you could imagine. He's so good with the basketball. He can he can make that step back three that everybody shoots now. Um, he can go by you. He can you know he'll he'll cross you over and go by you or just he he gets to the rim. He finishes tough layups in traffic. He just he can score about any way you want him to. Um, so so I mean he just, he scored twenty two. He outscored the Rockets alone in the third quarter, and then he got hurt uh, mm-hmm. with about seven minutes to go in the game and, and didn't return. And Chris Paul took over and and didn't have a. I don't think it would have made a difference. Obviously, I mean, yeah, Chris I Paul either. had uh, had the game of his life to make sure that he was not going to be uh, have to go any further <clears throat> have to go any further without yeah. getting to his uh, Western Conference Finals. So right. good for him. So on to the Warriors Pelicans. Warriors took care of them for one as well. Um, Steph Curry came back in Game Three, I think it was uh, Game Two or Three, and he's been. He's looked like the old MVP Steph Curry, you know, in the last few games. They did the right thing. I think they did the right thing by keeping him out as long as they did. Because, you know, it was been a week week or two ago where he was shooting. I mean, they had him out and he was shooting and he was dribbling around and doing his thing pregame, but they weren't playing him still. Right. And And I think they did the right thing because he looks as fresh as you can possibly be right now. The guy looks mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he looks like you said. He looks like Steph Curry. Yes, and and throughout the season, um, they didn't win at the same pace that they did the last couple of years. So, you know, a lot of people were saying, you know, maybe this maybe this team's declining a little bit, or maybe they're 
something's going on. They're just not the same team. And the Rockets had the best record in you know in the league almost the whole year. Um, so uh, you know I think a lot of people were saying maybe the maybe this Rockets team is the team that's going to dethrone them as the Western Conference champions for the last four years or whatever it is. Right. Um, no, I don't think that. I, I didn't really think that before, and especially after the last couple of games and the way Steph looks and the way Durant's shooting the ball still and the way Draymond Green's playing again. I, they're just – they are dominant. I mean, they're they're a dominant team again, I feel like. I feel like they're, without question, the best team in the world. Did you see Draymond Green? Did you see Rondo was talking to uh, – who's the Pelicans head coach? Oh, no, it was an assistant coach. I'm sorry. It was an assistant oh. coach. Uh, and and he's got a board, a clipboard. And he's talking to Rondo and Rondo's. They're both looking, hunched over, looking at this board. And, and Draymond Green is standing right next to him, staring right down at the board that they're writing stuff on. And it took them like a full six seconds before they realized he was there. It was hilarious. He was. Uh, I'm not a big Draymond Green fan at all, mm-hmm. but that was funny. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and speaking of Draymond Green, he averaged a triple double in that series. Um, I mean, he might have been their most valuable player as, as well as Steph and KD are playing. Um, and Clay Thompson is, you know, still one of the best two or three shooters in the league. Um, Draymond Green averaged a triple-double in that series. Um, so he's been, you know, and he's, you know, uh, defensive player of the year. And um, so he, he he's, he's back he to that, having that impact. Is he that good or is he a system type guy? If he played for another team, would he be this guy? No, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't put up the exact numbers, um, obviously. But but I mean, but he would still be one of the best defensive players in the league for sure. Yeah. Um. And and yeah, he's capable of of. I mean, you know, as long as he doesn't play on you know the Suns or something, he he's gonna play with other good players and he's gonna get you know he can get you eight assists or ten assists or whatever and he'll get you you know he'll rebound the ball no matter what team he's on and. He'll give you whatever twelve points or whatever he right. needs to do. He doesn't need to be a scorer at all. So, yeah. um, but uh, he he's just I mean he kind of plays the entire game and especially on the defensive end he's he's going to guard your best player probably and he'll probably kick him in the nuts a couple times. He'll pre- he'll he might do something dirty I don't know but um, but he you know what he's been a lot better this year. He's been way better. Stuff. But he kicked last year three different guys. Mm-hmm. Well I'm sorry I think it was two different guys. One of them. Twice, mm-hmm. Stephen Adams, De- deliberately. Come on. Yeah, it, it, yeah. And I wish somebody would kick him in the nuts one time. I'm sure he's gotten it. I'm sure he's got. I'm sure he gets stuff all the time because I guarantee because it. he gets under people's skin. And and I'm sure I'm sure you know people do stuff back. And then, he probably but. loves it. I think Embiid's the same way. I think Embiid mm-hmm. loves getting that little bit. You know, he yep. gets chippy. He likes when those guys get chippy with him. I I just I like Embiid better than I like Draymond Green though. Hmm. Okay, I'm uh. You're the out. You don't, don't like Joel Embiid. We've already had this no, conversation. No, no, no. It's not that I don't like. You don't I like don't, his antics. I don't love his antics. I don't love his antics because I don't feel like he's. I don't know if it's that I don't feel like he's earned that yet, or he's just he's he's too much about that kind of stuff. And I don't. I think he. I think he does the same thing sometimes that Lance Stevenson does, where he he gets a little too into the emotional stuff and 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 then doesn't think but he's a better the player. The problem is is there's not they are so far <laughs> away from each other on how good of a player you are that when you're Lance Stevenson uh, and do it you just look like an idiot. When you're Joel Embiid and do it, you back it up. You're you can look I'm I, you know, do what you got to do. I think he had three blocks. Jalen Brown came in or no, it was uh, Tatum went up uh in that third early in the third quarter today and tried to dunk on him and it was a uh, uh, it was pretty funny like yeah. I, I, what are you trying to do that that's something that stevenson's not going to do all the time and bead backs it up i i like it. that's why I, there's, there's a difference for me anyway so, so so the last thing i have on, on this warriors pelican this pelicans team is going to be really really interesting next year drew holiday in the playoffs has has become a really good guard in this league i mean i don't know yeah. what happened but he he just he just took his game to another level just almost overnight it seems like you know, he, he was always a decent player, but he has he has become a great player in the in the playoffs here. Matter of fact, in the, in that game last night that they lost and got eliminated, he had a triple double. He had a twenty seven point triple double. And then uh Anthony Davis had thirty four and nineteen last night. It's so they're I mean, they've got they've got some if if Drew Holiday stays at least the same and, and is, you know, 
play. You know, he he probably won't play to that level through the regular season next year, but he's he knows what he's capable of now. And if it's a guy that can step up, I mean, they're going to have Cousins uh, next year with right. him too. So if it's a guy that can just step up and do this in the playoffs, plus you got Davis and and Boogie down low, mm-hmm. you know. What, what, what do you what, think? What do you think about? What do you think about this, real quick? What? What the J R U E? What do you think? What do you think about the name, the spelling? Can you say it again? J R U E, Drew. Oh, J R U E. That's okay. not. That's not. I thought Drew. you were saying like two words or something. No, J R U E, Drew. No. That's a that's a different spelling. I you know uh, sometimes I sometimes I like a different spelling. Sometimes it kind of annoys me. This annoys me. I'm annoyed it, by this. Yes, I, I don't I am mind. Super his, annoyed by this. I don't mind his spelling. I don't. I just like Drew Holiday. I don't. I don't know but it's just, but his name's not Drew Holiday. His name is Drew Holiday. So stop calling him Drew because it's, it's not Drew. Drew. No, there's no D in front. It's just a J. Well. The, so, so if it's spelled D R E U, you say it like the D is a J. No, I say Drew. 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 Oh, you say Drew? <laughs> is that what you say? It took me three times to actually get it out the way I wanted yeah, it to see? come out. <laughs> I tried so hard. All right, Drew. So Holiday. anyway, so anyway, anyway, the the Pelicans are going to be interesting because you know they were so good in the second half of the year and, and even in the playoffs. I mean, they're not going to beat the Warriors, but. But they they were really good in the second half without Boogie. Yeah. He's going to come back, and you would think he would make them better. But they played differently w- without him. They yeah. played a lot faster. They their I mean their pace was was a lot faster without him. Yeah. And they ended up being really good because Anthony Davis can play that way. He's a big guy that and can he play can get that up way. and down the court. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do next year. Um, it will be fun. We're going to have a show on on well, once this once the the. The um, NBA uh, Finals is over. We'll have a, a show on next year because I think next year is going to be uh, it's going to be fun to talk about what these guys do. Of course, there's a lot of really good. Uh, there, there's a lot that's going to happen in free agency that's going to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. But so we'll get into that later. All right. So next one, what we got for the Eastern Conference, brother? Well, okay. So the so the Cavs swept the Raptors. We kind of already mentioned. There's that. really not much to talk about that besides the fact that that LeBron James is the greatest player of this generation. He is, yes, no question about that. Um, yeah, and he he averaged thirty four. He almost averaged a triple double too. He averaged thirty four points. So he averaged thirty four, a little over eight rebounds, a little over eleven. And assists. he didn't play the fourth quarter in two games. Right, almost two steals, a block a game. You know what I think his most impressive stat from this series was? Turnovers. Yes. Yeah. He averaged two turnovers a game. Yeah. That is nothing for his usage rate and the amount of decisions that he makes. The amount of times he has the ball in his hands. It's amazing. And, and, the, and the, what happens on offense depends on what he decides what happens. To average two turnovers in a game. He's got the ball in his hand more than the average point guard. Mm-hmm. And and he to only have two. That's, that's incredible. Another stat real quick to flip back. Did you see Chris Paul's turnover, turnover line in that game he just had in the 42-point game? I may have, but I don't know. Zero. Remember. Zero, yeah. I love Chris Paul because – He's always at the top of turnover to assist ratio, yeah. and I I love that. That's what I want a point guard to do. Plus, he can score. You know, and speaking of that, really quickly, and we'll we'll move on to so so we can move on to the Celtics series because sure. So so okay, LeBron was great. They swept the Raptors. The onto Raptors the, onto uh, the Eastern yeah. onto the Eastern Conference Finals. LeBron so, is kryptonite for them. So speaking of of turnovers and taking care of the ball, Terry Rozier had his first turnover. In the fourth quarter of the playoffs tonight. Are you serious? Holy and cow. It was like he played like over 100 minutes in the fourth quarter of all playoff games this year, and he had his first turnover in the fourth quarter tonight. Wow, that's insane. And uh, another reason why the Celtics uh, go he, 4-1. He's as big a reason as any guy on that team um, that, that they are moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. So we're going to make a pact right now mm-hmm. on this show. Uh, if ba- throughout however many shows we go on with, uh, if it goes to seven games or if it's a sweep or whatever happens in the Cavs series, if they beat the Cavs and go to the finals, we will not refer to him. This will be the only time it happens. Refer to him as Scary Terry. I hate that. I think yeah, no, I won't say that. Thank you. Okay, just want to make sure we get that out. They'll never come out. All right, so Rozier, that's that is super impressive though. Think about that. Over a hundred minutes. 
And I mean, that's four games. This isn't a veteran like Chris Paul. Yeah. This is a this is a young guy yeah. that doesn't have much experience in the NBA yet, and he has played lights out in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, to uh, you're really not look okay. He he's not he is not Kyrie Irving, but you're no. not losing a ton right now with the way he's playing. You're not losing a ton at that position with Kyrie out with the way Rozier is playing. It's in be in. You're not going to get the points you're going to get, right. but points off turnovers from uh, on the opposite side of that from from uh, whatever uh, Kyrie turns the ball over. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I, then you're getting that. That's that's increasing your point value. Yep. So I I completely agree. At this point in time, not even close to the same player, right. and I would never compare him because Kyrie is a much better basketball player. But he has been. As good as you points or total t- total wise mm-hmm. as a point guard as mm-hmm. as Kyrie would have been in this series. Yeah, yeah. So the so the Celtics move on. Okay, so they just beat the Sixers, and and that was actually a a closer series. I feel like too, because um, they I, two of the games were a total of like six or eight points. Um, one of them went to overtime. Uh, one of the one of the games that the Celtics won, the Sixers had a twenty two point lead, and and you can look at it two ways they you know maybe they don't deserve maybe they're not ready to to win really in the playoffs because they squandered a 22 point lead or you can say they were good enough to have a 22 point lead against a really good Celtics team yeah um so so anyway in this game tonight um even though it was ended up being an elimination game for the Sixers this game went back and forth there were it was run after run after run they just traded runs it was a it was an exciting game. It was an exciting series. I I would love to see the same series next year in the playoffs too. And the Sixers will probably be a little bit better, and the Celtics are probably going to be better, which is pretty scary. That's scary. And uh, so I, anyway, I, both of these teams I'm really excited about for the next few years. No doubt. Um, so that so that brings us to the finals. Okay, so right. we're gonna have another show because you know putting this out every Thursday. The I believe this is supposed to, what, what the next round will probably start what Saturday now. I mean LeBron I think was hoping to have yeah <laughs> have see, the whole weekend. But that's, now, yeah, that's the thing. I I don't know because the um, the Western Conference Final starts Monday. So, oh really? So yeah. So I they I, so it's either gonna be Monday or Tuesday for for the Eastern Conference then too right. since they played today. Yeah. All right, so we'll definitely be in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we will. I'd like to see the first game and then I'll tell you what I think. You know what I think? I think that. I think Kyle Korver and I think uh, um, Kevin Love turned this Cavaliers team into another Finals Cavs team. They've got to do what they just did, mm-hmm. but as long as the what, what I said it last week, if they if we can find a way to get one or two guys into that twenty to twenty five point range, the Cavs are going to be unstoppable. They did it, ran through them. Now it'll be interesting because Celtics are a much better matchup. That seems like a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't uh, trying to have anybody that could guard LeBron. Right. Whereas, and I don't know who's going to guard him really. For you're not going to put Jalen Brown on him. He's too small. You're not going to put Tatum on him. I don't. I, he's athletic enough, but he's just not big enough to take him on. And if you put a guy like uh, Marcus Smart's not going to guard him. I don't think he's too slow. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But I and a guy like. Uh, uh, it's going to be there's going to be a handful of guys thrown at him just like yep. every other yep. just like every other time that he's out there. Yeah, it'll be guard LeBron by committee, I'm sure. Yeah. It's yeah, I'm I'm sure Brad Stevens will throw as many different looks as LeBron to try to keep him off balance because that's all you can do. You can't stop. You're not going to have anybody that's no. just going to stop LeBron James. It'll never happen. Um but you, you know, you just do try to, you know, keep him keep him off balance and and make him make him make tough decisions and and stuff like that. But um so what do you think is going to happen in that? So I <laughs> This is another one I, I, you know, I've been wrong about some of these series, but I hope it goes seven games. I can see it going seven. games, I think too. both of these are going seven games. I think they're both going to go really? seven games. And I'm, I'm, I don't. To be honest, I love LeBron. That's my guy. That Western Conference uh, Finals, that is going to be one. I, I will, will stay up and watch every second of every game of that because that is going to be. 120 to 100, 118 every night. They'll, you know, probably it's going to be fun to watch. A lot of scoring, a lot of traveling, uh, a lot of Euro <laughs> steps. It's going to be, it'll be a lot of three pointer shot. A lot. As many step back three pointers as there are dunks. I want, I wonder if oh, there are that's that made, made dunks versus made step back threes. Oh, made. 
Yes. Oh, See, there's going to be a ton taken. We know that. But yeah. made step back threes oh, versus man. made dunks. Such, I'm, a, I'm, such I'm a, a different percentage shot on those two, <laughs> on those two shots. Uh, but when you take 4,500 more step back threes than, yeah. you, than you do shots on the block, then yeah. You'll probably make more. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, Western, okay. So, Eastern Conference Finals. I say seven games. I don't even think I, I – I think you might have been getting at that. You want to see that first game. I want to see it first. I want to see that first game, see what the matchups look like, yeah. see how they – what they go before I'm going to make any kind of decision. I can I can see I can see each team winning all of their home games. But if anybody's going to – well, see, I don't know. I, see, that's how, that's how indecisive I, I am know, about you, right this, now. Here he is. I, I know. I'm indecisive, I'm indecisive about everything, but especially this series. <laughs> I'm not as indecisive about the Western Conference series, though. I, you know, the Rockets are the Rockets are really good. They really are. I just feel like right now the Warriors are are back to being the the Warriors from the last couple of years, and I think they're gonna. I can see them beating them in five. I can see them beating them in six. I don't really think it's gonna go seven. I don't think they're gonna sweep them, but I think they'll beat them in five or six. Yeah. Man, you really think so, huh? I really think so. I don't think it's going to go seven. I'm a Houston guy. You know, I said it from the beginning. So Sure, you're born and raised, Houston. No. <laughs> yes, born and raised in the sweet city of Houston, mm-hmm. Texas. No, I, I, uh, I, I said it from the beginning. I think Houston is going to be in the finals. I think LeBron's going to beat him in the finals, but I, I think Houston's going to win this. Wow. He, and it's hard for me to say that still, but I gotta keep. I gotta go with my guns. I said it in the beginning when we first got to this, so I'm gonna stay with them. But with Steph back, boy, it's it's hard to say that anybody's gonna beat these Warriors. Yeah. All right. So, moving on from the Steph Warriors, uh, let, let's 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 get into a little Major League Baseball. It's my favorite time of the year. It's it's the well this this day because it's Yankees Red Sox series is going on right now, and it when those two teams are good, it's so much fun to watch these guys. So uh, anyway, we had a no hitter uh, here, and and I think you got a little something on it. Yeah, James Paxton for the uh, Seattle Mariners threw a no hitter a couple of days ago against the Blue Jays. Um, He's he's from Canada, um, so he threw the no hitter in Toronto uh, against the Blue Jays. Um, Canada, a cup. So so he you know he like people kind of made a big deal about him throwing it on his homeland or whatever. I'm, of course, probably, and I'm and he was you could see how excited he was to be home. I'm sure he had a bunch of people there. I'm sure. Um, so you know, yeah, fine, great. Um, but a couple of a couple of things that I took from that, he only needed 99 pitches which I was pretty impressive to me. His last three pitches, 98, 100, and 99 miles an hour. That is impressive. That's impressive. That is what – see, and that's what when, – when you get into these guys, when Justin Verlander was uh, as good as he was, mm-hmm. when, when Verlander was, was winning Cy Young Awards, he was a guy who – Started off the game throwing 96, 97, and he'd get to the eighth inning, he's throwing 99, 100 miles an hour. Yep. They got better as the game went on. Yeah. That's my favorite pitcher. That's uh, 100%. Um, I, I, that's a, that's the kind of thing that you look for. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, that, those things really stood out to me. He only needed 99 pitches, and he was throwing that hard at the end of the game. Um, he, uh, James Paxton has has – Maybe turned himself into the Mariners' best pitcher, and they still have Felix. And they Hernandez. still have Felix. Felix is getting. I mean, Felix been the best. He's been the king for a very long time. Yes. You know, it's it's okay to to slowly now. It's okay to slowly he's, hand he's the still torch. Still not off, old. But, no. <laughs> I mean, anyway, so but but yeah, I mean, it's it's nice that they have a, a good one-two punch. If they make the playoffs, I mean, that you have Felix Hernandez and James Paxton going. Yeah. Tell me, you're going to get them to each pitch twice in a seven-game series. I yeah. take that any day of the week. Absolutely. Um, so, so just a couple other things about the about the no hitter. Um, so that was the third no hitter so far this year in Major League Baseball. All three, I thought this was so cool. All three no hitters have been thrown in different countries. So that one was in Toronto, James Paxton. Yeah. Uh, 
last week, about a week ago, the Dodgers threw a, a combined no hitter. Four pitchers. Combined my favorite no hitter is the. Can, we talked about this before we we got on here today. My favorite no hitter is the combined pitcher no hitter. That, I th- I feel like that's more that that's just as difficult, if not more difficult, than to have one pitcher go out there and do it. Because if you got a guy who's on fire and he can't be stopped, he's going to get it done. Mm-hmm. But to get to 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 then bring your bullpen in, not one, not two, but three guys out of the bullpen. Well, maybe we're just used to the Reds, and it's an automatic <laughs> five runs. So. Right, yeah. So, but you think it's more difficult? It, it, it's more impressive because it's more difficult to to get a no hitter out of four or five or whatever, however many different. I people. would say so. Yeah, you got your every time you bring in a different arm, you have a chance. Your chance if you got a guy who's on fire starts off three straight innings no hit, he's got a better chance of continuing that no hitter. I think I agree. than bringing in a different pitcher every inning. You have no idea what's what's gonna what's coming out. Yep, I agree because you get in a, you get in a groove. Yes, a guy gets gets going good and and he. He gets in that groove. He gets in that rhythm, and and he's like you said, he's he's just on fire, and he just he's just feeling really good. But yeah, exactly. I I totally agree because each pitcher you come out, even you know, no matter you can bring a Rollis Chapman out, and most days he's he's unbelievable and unhittable. But sometimes he's going to come out and, and serve up a three a times a year. It'll sure. happen three times a year. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you. That is a more uh, impressive. Anyway, that that so that Dodgers no hitter. Four different pitchers combined for that. Mm-hmm. That was a game against the Padres in Monterey, Mexico. And then, um, uh, sorry, Sean Manaya from uh, yes. the Oakland A's. He did it in Oakland, which is in the United States. So there are your three different – your three no-hitters this year in three different uh, three, three different countries. countries. Um, so my last thing on the no-hitter, okay? The, okay, I'm, I'm excited about this. All right. Because I want to hear what you say. So, so okay, I have – I have pet peeves in my life, right? I have things that that irk me, yeah. That grind my gears. Yeah. Um, the no hitter is referred to more than a no hitter. Let me rephrase. The that. no hitter is the, referred the, to the, more the, than a no hitter. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me rephrase it. Okay. The the no hitter is referred to as a no no. So much <laughs> more than a no hitter. A no hitter is not called a no hitter anymore. Like, like ninety percent of the media and people on social media and anybody you any place you can find it calls it a no no, and I can't stand that a thousand times worse than Scary Terry. <laughs> a thousand times worse. That's impressive because Scary. I I know how I feel about Scary Terry. I'm not a big fan of it, and we just said it like four times, and we said we'd never say it again. Right. But uh, at the same time, the no-no. All right. So I just want it to be known. Mm-hmm. I would. I wish, and like, part of me right now wants to just be devil's advocate and go completely against you and hey, just have some fun. Do. But no, I'm with you 100. percent You'll never hear me say no-no. You'll uh, never hear me say that. It's me, always a no hitter. I get. In fact, I was just looking. Was it yesterday or today? One 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 of these days, you you get a every day. It every happens. fifth inning, sixth inning, somebody's got a, every and it says day. no no watch. Yes. No no watch. Yes. For a while, I kept thinking somebody like Hade Hade was coming <laughs> back, and like they saw him in the crowd or something. Like, oh my gosh, Nomo's back. No, no, it's a no hitter. It's always going to be a no hitter. Uh, a perfect game, anything like that. That'll always be just that you don't have a, you don't have uh, to call it a you don't perfecto. Have to call it perfecto, which they do on the app they too. They do all the time. Yep, Bartolo perfecto when uh, Cologne had his perfect perfect game through six. Which, by the way, okay, because this is where I thought you were going with this to begin with. So I so, uh, a lot of people refuse to talk to the pitcher. The pitcher doesn't want to talk to anybody in the dugout. He walks in, he walks out. He's got his little towel wrapped around his arm, keeping his arm warm. Doesn't doesn't say a word to anybody, and and you know nobody will bring it up. My man Bartolo Colon's got a perfect game going. He's got ball in his hand, throwing it up in the air, bull crapping with every person on the it. bench. Love that it. is my, that's what I would be doing. I would be joking about. It. I'd be like, hey, y'all see that up there? That's right. No hits, no walks. Keep it up now. Don't you don't, don't piss me off today now. Y'all boot a ball. Y'all boot a ball. You owe me you owe me fifteen grand or something. Yeah, I'd be messing with everybody. That uh that's one of the oldest 
things in baseball, one of those superstitious things, you know, in baseball that um, you, you're not supposed to talk about, not supposed to talk to the pitcher. You're not supposed to talk about it either. Like everybody, fans, broadcasters, you're not supposed to talk about it because that jinxes it or whatever. I always felt so bad for broadcasters. And, and you know, I, that's what I like about Tom Brenneman. Tom Brenneman doesn't care about any of that. Tom no. Brenneman starts Marty talking about it. Right? Nope, neither of them yeah. do. Like, don't give me that Don't superstition. Yeah. If he's going to throw it, he's going to throw it. I, the people listening to this broadcast need to know what's going on. Right. I'm going to tell them. I yeah. love that. And they're right. And it, it was funny. Um, was it yesterday? James, yesterday or the day before, whenever James Paxton threw his, his no-hitter, um, I think it was Buster Olney on Twitter, at the end of the no-hitter, I think right after he did it, he said, okay, that's 13 tweets about the no-hitter that I sent out, <laughs> and I didn't jinx it. So he was he was kind of saying, like, he counted the tweets that he talked about the no-hitter during the game, and he uh, and he, he wanted to call that out so people yes. realize, like, hey, that's really stupid to, to yes. think that it's, you know, that's a superstitious thing that you should follow still. I, I – I have over my I used to be an extremely superstitious guy if I played any if I whenever I played I put you know left sock right sock left shoe right shoe or whatever I'd always do everything the same or if, if I had a really good game I would make sure that that next game I tried to do everything the same eat the same mm-hmm. you didn't wash your underwear that you wore that game the jock straps never been washed anyway oh, so geez. I still have I still yeah still got that thing it yeah it's it's in uh, Tupperware That's anyway foul. so oh my the Tupperware melting? No, dude, it's Tupperware, man. <laughs> it's made of polypropylene, dude. It's like I the mean, strongest I... plastic in the world. That must be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's good. So anyway, uh, although when I crack it open to go to softball on Sunday, uh, whew, I got to go outside. I got to go outside uh, before I put it on. <laughs> put your jack strap on outside. I usually put your it on. neighbors are big fans of yeah, that. I usually put it on during the – sometimes I put it on right before the game starts. Just drop the drawers. Yeah. I got a pair of sliding shorts. Least on. surprising thing I've ever heard you say. So, so anyway, back to the superstition. So, what I wanted to tell you was, I, the older I get, the more I feel like it's not superstition. That that players are always. It's always said that players are superstitious. You get all these guys. I feel like it's more of a. Um, uh, a consistency thing. It's a. Uh, I don't know exactly what the word I'm looking for is, but it's players. People, when something's going on, they want to keep the same routine. That's the word. It's a routine. You want to keep the same routine going. You do the exact same thing, not necessarily because of any superstition, just because that is what works for you every time you do something. For comfortability. Exactly. And you, 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 if, if you do something a little different, your body's a little different, everything changes. I, I truly believe I'm done with the superstitious stuff. But I really do believe that, although I say that, and so next Sunday I'll have a beer and we'll have a great inning and I'll make sure I put it in the exact same spot on the bench. <laughs> I feel like it's different if you're playing than if you're just a fan or whatever. Well, 100%, of course. Because I, I, I can see myself kind of doing that too. I, I'm really not a very superstitious person, but I can. I feel like I can, I can fall into that stuff once in a while, just depending on what it is. Yeah. Um, okay, so so anyway, we'll move on from the from the uh, no hitter. Let's talk about the Reds, the Cincinnati oh, Reds, my, my boys. who are the red hot Reds right now. Um, Ten and twenty seven now. Look, you you mentioned it early on. That's right. We had a walk off home run today we to get us to to double digits. Congratulations, Adam Duvall. Run. I I think uh, you know it should be known that that he should get a standing ovation. Oh, I don't have it set up right. Not only <laughs> <laughs> Good try. Not only it's the thought that counts. That's not right. only um not only did the Reds have the Reds won their last two games. They they won the series. There it is. Congratulations on the two game <laughs> win streak. Um I'll send you a cake in a box. Don't eat it. <laughs> um okay, so they're 10 and 27 now. Not only are they not do they not have the worst record in baseball anymore? They are now the 28th best team in the major leagues. I got to hey, got to give it to them. I feel once again, I feel like Adams handing out ribbons to everybody. Here you go. Cincinnati Reds, here's your trophy. Listen, 28th best team. The the, the White Sox are worse and the Orioles are 8 and 27. So the Orioles still have not won since we last talked. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's, that's true. Were, I think they had eight wins last we time. We both had eight wins, but they had less losses. You're right. Man, that's yeah. man, that's bad. Whew. Orioles. Okay, so now the Orioles take over. It's bad when a Reds fan's telling you how <laughs> bad you are. <laughs> that, uh, the, 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 so, okay. So the Reds are – they're four and six in their last ten, which which is about what they were, I think, last time we talked – um, last about a week ago, because they had, they had just had that that week where Vado was the NL player, the player of the week, and they you know they just got Suarez back. Suarez is hitting the heck out of the ball. Yes, um, he is. Um, you know, Vado's doing his thing still, and then you have Billy Hamilton. Billy Ham. Yes, they have Billy Hamilton. Oh, that is correct. I, I thought you were. I thought you were uh, hitting a hitting a sound effect there. Oh no! It looked like <laughs> no. that's what you were doing. No, okay. I'm, I'm flipping through the uh, iPad. No, I was trying to make room for that. All I'm right. trying to get to his stats so I can see how bad he is right now. Well, let me tell you how bad he is. How bad he is in the last seven games is he's hitting three eighteen. Uh oh. Since we talked last. Uh oh. Four twenty three on base percentage in the last seven games, which brings his season totals up. Over the Mendoza line now, two o two, two o two. Okay, Good for you, Billy. And over the three hundred mark on base, he's at three ten now. Okay, so uh, so here here he goes. So now look, let's see. Uh, All star games, middle of June. It's only the beginning of May. I mean, middle of July. So he's got two months still to to become an all star, and I think that's going to be no problem. You know, voting is going to start pretty soon because they start voting like at the beginning of the year. I, I figured they already started voting. I I thought it was like the first week of the season they I, start voting. I, they, <laughs> it seems like they do every year. The, the NBA kind of does that now too. But anyway, um, so Billy Hamilton, look in the next couple of weeks, you're going to have no choice but to vote him as an all star. Um, because by then he's going to be hitting, you know, he'll be up over 300 average. He'll he'll be up over 400 on base. Um, obviously, because he's, trend- he's, he's not trending. Gonna, that he's way. not getting to four hundred on base percentage because then I got to buy you a Jeff Ruby steak and oh, and that's gonna cost me I way too much money. Did, did that? Is that what we bet? Yeah, a Jeff Ruby steak. Yeah. I thought it was Skyline or something. No, Maybe. Skyline. I still owe you Skyline from the crosstown or from the uh, from the NCAA tournament. Okay. Um. Actually, okay. So if I so we'll just do like a double or nothing thing. If I win, if he gets up over four hundred, if his on base gets up over four hundred, that bet was forever in his entire career. After good after twenty games. So save the skyline you owe me. If if he does, if he does that, we'll you buy them both at the same time. I'll pour the skyline on top of the Jeff Ruby steak, oh. which would enhance the Jeff Ruby steak because that <laughs> because that. You, the only thing you can do with Skyline is make something better. So Skyline's one of your three then. That I always say there's three things that make every food better. You can take one of three things and put it on something and it'll make it better. I always say uh, nacho cheese, chocolate, and ranch dressing. You put any food you can possibly find. I, I can't I can pick one of those three things. I don't know about put nacho it on it. cheese, but well, cheese. It's nachos. So... I wish we had something, <laughs> some kind of buzzer for a terrible joke. <laughs> I'm sure we can find one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, okay. So, so look. Matter of fact, today Billy Hamilton did. There it is. I'm just way too slow. There it is. No, uh, you can do that every time I mention Billy Hamilton. Um, so anyway, Billy Hamilton <laughs> did not get a hit today, but that broke a seven-game hit streak for him. Wow! Hey, yeah. Wait, you yeah. know what? No, listen. I've I've been saying it since the beginning. I want Billy Hamilton to be good. The guy was hitting one whatever one sixteen or something one seventy. I don't even I don't think he was there. I think he was at one fifty two at one point in time, and he still led the team in runs scored. Mm-hmm. Get your butt on base. Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing it. Good. He, he I'm is happy. doing it, and he also has seventeen walks in thirty five games so far, which is. By far, I think his best pace, his best walk ratio, his best walk rate, I should say, um, in his career. I'm sure of it. I didn't even look that up, but it has to be. (laughs) Um, 14 14 walks might be the most walks he's had in a season. (laughs) 17 walks, yeah. Yeah, and you know what? He also hit his second home run the other day, too. That's about as as many as he hits in a year, too. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So, so I, you know, what I'd like to know is what are his splits over this past week of right-handed to left-handed hitting? Oh, he's oh he's awful against. He's awful. If they would the- just take him, 
and I, like put something like cement so he can only stand on the right uh, so he can only bat right-handed don't let him do anything on the left side i hate that he's terrible get him away from it billy i hope you are as good a player i hope you turn into d gordon that's what i want mm-hmm. i think you he has the potential yeah. to be a d gordon I don't know. Maybe not potential. He's played for way too long. I don't know if he's going to get there. Obviously, I don't think he's going to get there. But, God, hit the ball. Get on base. You could be a heck of a ball player. You know what's – okay, so so he – in the last seven games, look, he, his average is still 200, obviously, and his his on base is 310, which isn't – it's better, but – That's it's, really good for him. It's, it's pretty good for him. Yeah, you're right. Um, what's concerning to me, actually, is he only has five stolen bases on the season. And he hasn't had one since April twenty third, so he's he's actually wow. recently getting on base more, and, and not he is stealing. not stealing any bases. I wonder if that's part of his. I wonder if that's part of the reason why things are going well for him. He's he's not know. as focused I, on the running part of it, but that comes way after yeah. you're ever up to bat. I don't know. I don't, that's a that is surprising. I, I, mm-hmm. I he hasn't been caught stealing either. So right. I mean, he's only been caught stealing once, so maybe that's why he just wants his percentage to be really high, so he's not going to steal any more bases this year. Yeah, <laughs> then he might want to steal a couple more because his percentage <laughs> would still be lower than some of the because, other years. Yeah, <laughs> if he doesn't steal any more bases, then fifty-eight he, and eight—that's pretty—that's pretty ridiculous. Two years ago, <laughs> yeah. If he doesn't steal any more bases, then I have to agree with you about how bad he is because my whole thing is, even well, if he gets the whole a, point, even if he gets on base. <laughs> A little bit, he's still more valuable than a guy that gets on base the same amount because he's so good at it's running a bases. But right. So anyway, um, so anyway, the big news really for the Reds. Yes. Two days ago, they made a trade in an otherwise uneventful year. So far, they made a trade. It's really an uneventful trade too, but it's it's kind of a thing to it's something to talk about. And you are passionate about this. I can tell. <sighs> I can't, You're passionate about this. I don't even know where to start. So the Reds were playing the New York Mets here in Cincinnati for the last three days. The middle game on Tuesday. What is today? Yeah, Tuesday. Yesterday. It just happened. Because it was less than an hour before the first pitch. A trade went through. The Reds traded Devin Mesoraco for Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey... Um, was designated for assignment a week ago or so. Um, he refused an assignment to the minor leagues, so they had uh, like seven or ten days or whatever to either trade him or release him completely, right? Yep. Um, so the Reds uh, took a took a chance and traded their backup catcher. Okay. Now their backup catcher um, for Matt for it for a. For a who knows. It's not a who knows. All right, here's the deal. Here's the thing. So the Reds at this point in time with Devin Mesoraco obviously being injury prone. So you have an injury prone guy and then another guy who's a, a loose cannon, uh, just an idiot. But I, I, I don't even want to get into Matt Harvey right off the bat. Okay, so Devin Mesoraco, I love Devin Mesoraco. Guy's been hurt. He's injury prone. When he plays, he is a very – I bet he's the best backup catcher in baseball. If he's healthy, perfect. And he's young. He's great. It seems to be great in the locker room. People seem to like him. And you're going to trade him and bring in a guy who has the worst ERA in all of baseball over the last two years. All of Major League Baseball. I'm sorry. I think it's the second worst. Second worst ERA in all of Major League Baseball is a head case and a cancer in the locker room. The guy doesn't show up to games. He's out partying all night. He, he's a nightlife guy. You're going to bring that guy in with this young team? That's what you want these guys to look at? That's the guy? Well, you're not sending him to the minors because obviously he's not. he already refused to be designated to assignment already. This is the dumbest trade I've ever seen the Reds make, and especially when you are rebuilding. You're going to take a guy who, you know, maybe at some point in time he can get have a one more good year He's been hurt, Tommy John, and whatever itis he had in his bubble gut itis or something like that for a year that shut him down. Stop going out partying and drinking all night, and you won't have bubble gut itis. All right? Here's the deal. The day before your start doesn't show up to a game at all. Nobody knows where he's at because he's hungover. He's still sleeping. 
I'm, the worst thing you could do is have a bunch of young guys and bring that guy into the locker room. That's terrible. Maybe bring this guy in as a as a flyer if you're you know middle of the road team and you you got potential of okay maybe he gets he gets himself back on track in a new place. I understand that whole thing, but no, no that's not where this team is. We are terrible. We are the twenty eighth best team in baseball. Which like is the third that. worst team in baseball? Oh, glass half full, man. The, that the glass is is one thirtieth full. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand this trade. I think they gave up. I, I'm not saying they gave up too much because they were able to get rid of Mezzarocco's uh, and Mezzarocco's um, uh, salary. That you know they got rid of that off the salary cap. But what's Harvey making? I don't know what Matt Harvey's making. I'm sure he signed a big deal after he had that Cy Young. The I think he was third in the Cy Young race that one year, his second or third year in the league. I'm sure he signed a big a big contract after that. So <laughs> he was making about half actually of what doesn't oh, was making like thirteen point one this year, and I think Harvey was making like six and a half. All right, so 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 you save a little they, bit of cash. Well, That's they, good. they but they sent cash. To make up for it, they sent cash with Mezzarocco. So really, perfect. I don't know. So we didn't only get rid of the best backup catcher in baseball, which is not anything. It means nothing. That's it's just something that's it's just a sound effect that comes out of my mouth because I want it to be more <laughs> prominent. For we actually gave them money for the worst pitcher in baseball, the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball. You ready for this? <laughs> You agree. Don't tell me you don't agree or else I might just walk out of this <laughs> out of the dungeon right now. All right, you ready? Yes. So <clears throat> this so far is the greatest trade in Reds history. <laughs> because hey, you know what? The Reds are undefeated in the Matt Harvey era. They're two and zero. They're two and zero since the trade. Has he pitched? Not yet. He's going to join the club uh, in LA. Continue that. He's going to he's going to join the club in LA this week. Um, no, he hasn't pitched yet. But they're two and zero in the Matt Harvey era. They're undefeated. They're they're undefeated all time in I'm the Matt Harvey era. Um, so okay, so so listen for real. It's it surprised me when I looked at this how much their careers have mirrored each other. They are number one. They're both twenty nine years old. They're the same age. Mm-hmm. They both have suffered pretty pretty major injuries. Um, they both have Mezzarocco's a good backup catcher, but his you know I because of the injuries, he's not he's not the same player he once was. Of course not. That's why and, he's not starting on this team. Right. Yeah. And, and you know a big part of it was because Tucker Barnhart like played took that opportunity and yeah um, so so anyway but he Mezzarocco he's he's on the decline a little bit and look maybe if he gets a chance to play most days with another club I don't know how much he'll play with the Mets but if he gets a chance maybe he maybe he comes back and and he hits the ball with power again and he you know he he catches some days and plays first some days or whatever wherever they want to try him yeah um cuz he's not going to catch every day for you for and sure and he's never going to play first at with the Reds Vado plays every right, day right so. of course yeah uh, but but you know maybe with the Mets I, I Bruce plays first sometimes with them and he's much better in the mm-hmm. outfield so um you know if you if you need to throw a guy at first maybe he plays a little first base for the Mets I don't know but um or wait Adrian Gonzalez is playing yeah <laughs> for the Mets never mind he's not going to play first base <laughs> um so anyway, whatever happens, if he gets a chance to play, he's probably not going to get much of a chance to play. But if he does, who knows? Maybe he regains some of that uh, momentum he had when in 2014 when he was an all-star. Even that year, he played 114 games. That's that's the most he's ever played in a year. After that, it was 103, and after that, it was 56. That's the mo- that's the third most amount of games he's played in a year. So. What we're giving up, honestly, what Devin Mazzarocco was giving us was almost nothing. Except, you know, a a, a a good bat off the bench. And he also, they're also, which he's, they don't use very often because you don't use your backup catcher as a bat. But mm-hmm. a very good, when, when Tucker Barnhart needs a breather, he's a very 
very, he's a very compatible catcher to come to throw in there as as Tucker Barnhart. He's yeah, he's still he's still really serviceable as a player. He but he's just not you know he's not gonna make a, a big impact on this team, and Matt Harvey likely is not either. But you know, and, and of course Dick Williams and the media, the Reds GM Dick Williams is not is is gonna you know put the most positive spin on it he can. Um, and he said, you know, they feel like the coaching staff feels like there are things that they can tweak to help. I guess coming fix. to Cincinnati, the best thing is coming to Cincinnati because no, the nightlife is completely different. Maybe that's their tweak. That's Let's a- bring them to a no nightlife city where maybe and only pitch him at home. So he's not drunk off his butt out in L.A. or New York or wherever. That's what the New York media is actually talking about a lot, is that you know maybe this will be good for Matt Harvey because Cincinnati is such a boring, awful city compared to New they York. They both and, needed a change. And, yeah, and, 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 it's and look, and maybe that really will – maybe he'll get into this locker room and, and meet some new guys and, and – I and hope Joey Votto walks right bit. up to him and punches him in the mouth to start. Yeah, I mean, that's probably that not happens. the – if you're a leader like Joey Votto, maybe that's not the best like way to bring a guy you're, in. You're walking up and you're saying, look here, young boys, I'm the one that you you follow on this team, not this ragged rump shawl. I don't even know what kind of word I'm <laughs> going like, to use, idiot, and just knock him out and say, all right, you want to play on this team? I'm going to hit you every single time I, I find out you've been out partying all night. Yeah, Come I don't work. I, I don't see Joey Votto doing that, but of course um, not. He's too nice of a guy. But uh yeah. But um anyway, you know, look, I'm not I'm not gonna get too down on this trade until I see it happen. And look, I'm not expecting to get much out of Matt Harvey, but stupid trade. But if he but look Maybe he does come here, and maybe he turns over a new leaf, or maybe maybe Billy different. Hamilton has a 400 on base percentage. Maybe Billy Hamilton hits 50 home runs. There's <laughs> a lot of maybes out there. Maybe someday you could so, win a three point competition at an All Star game. So you're you're comparing the possibility of Billy Hamilton hitting 50 home runs? Yes, career, to, career maybe to Matt Harvey <laughs> to Matt Harvey doing anything. Do, uh, okay. Look, yeah, that's I don't too know, maybe. far, obviously, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. So, so look, yeah, look, maybe Matt Harvey comes here and fixes himself even just a little bit and contributes something. That's the other thing too is they've already said they see him as a starter. They're going to put him in the starting rotation. Somebody else is going to get bumped out of the starting rotation. So you're going to take all these young guys that we got, and the whole plan is to get all these young guys in here for the future. And now you're going to take one of them out for some. Washed up bum? That's ridiculous. That, I can't even talk about this. That anymore. to me is the biggest problem with the trade. I because agree. you aren't you aren't in a position to win at all. No. This the only way this can this can end up halfway decent is if he really does find a way, you know, if a new coaching staff or just a new environment yeah. changes him enough to make him you know, anywhere close to what he was five years ago. So I was out of town Tuesday night and my phone went off and I was, I was having a drink with a customer and my phone went off and it came on and it was the MLB apps and it had that. And I literally threw my phone across the bar, not, not throw. It was more of a toss and it landed and slid and made a little bit of a scene. And I don't care. Cause it was, just, I, I immediately said, that's the dumbest thing. I can't believe this just happened. I cannot believe this just happened. Still, right now, I cannot believe this just happened. I don't know what else we have to say about it. I'm I'm surprised by how much this bothers you. Oh, I can't stand it. I, I really hate, am. I, it's so difficult to be a Reds fan right now anyway and to go through the the I, I I enjoy watching these young kids get better and and grow on this team and I would enjoy to see them continue that. And I think that you're bringing in the exact opposite of what you're trying to do on this team when you bring this guy on to the when you bring this guy in it's the exact opposite of what you are trying to do what if what if he does come back and look right now being the best pitcher on this staff is not a hard thing to do no but I don't so, care if you're the best pitcher on the staff. That's not what I'm looking for now. I want to see the best potential pitcher on this staff. And don't tell me that he might be the best potential pitcher because I, I – Well, he was an all-star and he helped lead the Mets to the World Series, uh, you know, a few years ago. But 
Yeah, he helped lead him to the World Series, and he also lost the game for lost the World Series for him in the bottom of the ninth inning when he gave up what was it four hits or something like that and a double to lose the game. Well, he he Been uh, washed up ever since. He's not as clutch as Terry Rozier. I don't no, know what to tell that's you. That's the truth. All right, hey, the, the one sorry, the one thing, the one thing that I that I heard about from this trade that I just just. It just stood out to me, and it didn't. It really doesn't say anything about this player, but it was just. It's just a very interesting stat, and it's just kind of kind of a fun thing to throw out there. Devin Mesoraco has appeared, has has made an appearance in 17 games for the Reds this season. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? No. 17 games for the Reds this season, and two games. The two games that he's been a, a member of the Mets, he's appeared in. In the 19 games he has appeared in this major league season, his teams are 0 and 19. <laughs> Here we go. There you go. 2 0 with, with Harvey, 0 and 19 if you have Mazzarocco, which there you go, because one guy changes a game in baseball. It's all about that one player that's on the f- on the field. All right. So we're an hour into this thing. Yep. Listen, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, go on whatever platform you listen to. Click the little heart or the thumbs up button. We would appreciate it. Leave a comment. Subscribe. Let us know what you think. If you want us to talk about something, you can go to uh, our Facebook page, The Nosebleeds uh, Sports Podcast. Uh, Look us up. Like I said, we're on iTunes. We're on uh, CastBox, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Catch Adam at? Adam Schmidt 44 on Twitter. And if you want me on the tweet box, you can get me at at SickWitIt. That's all we got for today. We really appreciate it, guys, and uh, we'll we'll see you next week. It'll be a Thursday release. Every every week I think we're going to release this thing on Thursday, so we'll see you then. That's the goal. Don't forget to turn your lights on. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Oh.